Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, Liana, otherwise known on Instagram as Bespoke Beauty by Liana. And I'm your co-host, Liam, also known as the Chai to Your Latte. Mm. How about that pumpkin spice latte we had the other day? Pretty good. Yeah, I, like. I don't... Yeah? I don't what do you know. Think? It just tasted like a chai latte. I no. Didn't, I didn't think it tasted like pumpkin at all. No, it's very subtle notes of it. It looked, the coloration of it is also... But the, 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 the I think the, the spice blend is totally different too. Yeah. A chai, right? I think it didn't have the level of heat, like that kind of spice, where it seemed a bit sweeter. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought well, it wasn't I, as you good. You keep in mind that all the, the, chai, the regular chai latte from Starbucks is also sweeter. True. They're always on the uh, sweeter side. Okay, yeah. So who else does a pumpkin spice latte? Never seen it anywhere else. Oh, I know yeah. it's, it's big in the US. That's why Starbucks does it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So happy Monday and welcome everyone to episode seven. And can you believe we're at episode seven? I can't. It's been so fun and yeah, we're loving it. So we hope that you're finding some value and you're getting some entertainment as well um, because we're doing our best to entertain you guys and keep it really educational at the same time and deliver some value at the same time. So I hope you're enjoying it. I think we'll take a little, just a short little break away from the skin side. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about, um, you know, other surrounding factors that come into starting, owning, and running a business. So, like, uh, leadership. Yeah. Leadership? Yeah. Mm. What does that word mean to you? Mm. Leadership, to me, is is my approach which is to encourage my team to think for themselves and to develop themselves the skills that it takes to be a leader as well. So I think that it it doesn't have to be it's my way or the highway. I think that leadership is is sometimes collaborative and I prefer to to challenge my team to to think differently, challenge the way they think. And to also be stronger and um, make it helps making like it makes their lives easier by me sort of giving them guidance, but then also leaving them the freedom to find their own confidence and trust them, trust themselves with decisions that they make. So obviously, uh, as a leader, I want to be supportive Mm -hmm. and show patience and be understanding I also take it on myself to to mentor them in a way and I try and be mindful of checking in, checking in with my team, helping them reach their professional goals yeah. as well. And I take that as my responsibility to lead by example and not necessarily just my team, but just um, I view myself as a role model in general. So I'm always trying to think of ways that I can display positive attitude and be dynamic and be inspiring and motivate others to to be their best selves. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I... Do you have anything to add? No, I was just going to ask, so what do you do with your with your team? Yes, like, so... You use, like, um... Do you have meetings or... Yeah, so I do try and have regular catch-ups and we have those one-on-ones to... Um, I share a WhatsApp, WhatsApp group mm-hmm. and that's a great way just to share, you know, the day-by-day communication but communication, I think, is the key the key player in all of this. So you need to be knowing what your team is doing and not, not micromanaging, but knowing what your team needs and being present in what's happening um, in their lives and what, what you can help them with in work and what sort of support and training they need. And then also you have to always focus on being empathetic and um i've really learned to be patient too because everyone has has their own things and um some people learn learn things differently too so you have to take into account what kind of behaviors people have in terms of like their personality and how how they learn and absorb information yeah yeah so yeah and i think just having like a regular catch-up and and letting them know that I'm there, I'm really there just to support them. I think I think that's what a leader, like a good leader is, is someone that's supportive and helping um, their team achieve, obviously, what you need to achieve and focus on for the business, but also helping them achieve like a personal, personal growth and professional development too. Cool. Yeah. So I've, um, yeah, I've always loved, I think leadership's always a journey and I've always loved doing it. Uh, I do think I'll, I'll I'll say managing managing people is definitely a difficult challenge, and not everyone is is a great leader or is up for the challenge. And um, it is it's super rewarding though. And yeah, being a leader is it sort of comes second nature to me too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, let's get back into the skin side of things. Mm, what have you got um, for me? I remember. I j- just just thought of it. Um, remember, like school and that, especially with around um, boys, it was to do with shaving. That you know, people they didn't have facial hair or anything, and they're like, "Oh, just start shaving anyway. It'll split the your yeah. like your hair follicle in mm. whatever in two, and you'll <laughs> it, you'll have you'll get more hair." I was like. <laughs> you know like when when you're little you're like oh yeah cool you know like yeah. makes sense when you get older you're like hey, it's impossible that, that means like no no one would be bald yeah i've said that to you yeah, yeah. so for sure. what that, that's what a myth right so skincare myths for sure yeah well did you ever shave like anything when you were like little like did you ever shave your legs or anything like that just to see what would happen shave well, your beard? not to see what it would happen because Apparently you swim faster or you run faster when you More shave aerodynamic. Your leg. That's right. So yeah, so you did. You're a fast yeah, runner anyway. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> used to play for the Dolphins. Snake. It's <laughs> my name anyway. Um, but yeah, what's the science behind this? Okay, well, the science is that your hair your hair does grow to gather nutrients. So it, it, it makes sense that if you shave your hair, it is going to grow back. Yeah, it's inevitable, right? Unless you're Mm. going bald or you're losing. Yeah, different things. Yeah, different um, medications and different medical conditions can affect your hair. So they're called like your hairs on your head are called terminal hairs. Yeah. Yeah. And then those those kinds of areas. Yeah, they're completely different and they respond differently to 
different phases of your life. Um, but yeah, shaving, it doesn't make hair grow back. Yeah. It doesn't Thicker, make hair grow back. Faster. It doesn't. No, yeah. It doesn't yeah. stimulate That's hair growth. But people always think that it does. In my experience, people always think that shaving does make it grow back thicker. And the reason for that is because you're blunting it. You're cutting it. So Mm. if you think about something, you're not cutting it on an angle. You're cutting it straight across. Like when you get your hair, like a lady gets their hair cut, it's like a blunt chop. So that's what makes people think that their hair's grown back thicker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've grown to know that it was all a lie in my childhood. Mm. But yes. (laughs) So, um, on that note, what are some other skincare myths? Okay, well, I I get asked a lot of questions in my line of work with my clients, obviously. And one that comes up quite a lot is what can I do about my dark circles? Like, can I get rid of them? You know, when you've got dark circles under your eyes. Panda effect. (laughs) Yeah. So, firstly... What a lot of people don't realize is that you have you have a lot of veins. So you've got blue veins under your eyes. Uh, I'll tell you a story about that later. All right. Sounds good. And yeah, a lot of people don't realize that that's why your eye area looks like that dark sort of blue color because, yeah, your skin under your eyes, you have no, no oil glands and it's much thinner than the rest of the skin on your face. So what that means is it's always going to look a a bit different to the rest of the skin on your face. So there's a really good way of knowing if you can get rid of dark circles. You can put your finger, like your pinky or your ring finger, you can put your finger on your dark circle and apply really firm pressure and then you can lift it away. And if that eye area color changed, then that means that you do have something more like internal happening in your skin and in your body. And it might just mean that you're lacking in like zinc and iron and you're not as healthy. You have poor digestion, poor gut health, or you're dehydrated. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But if you press your finger on your eye area, you move your finger, it doesn't change, doesn't look any different. It means that that is a genetic dark circle. And with genetics, a lot of like 90% of skin conditions are genetic. So there's not a lot you can do about that. But there are, there are different things. Um, if you chat with like a cosmetic injector or a cosmetic nurse, there are different treatments that are available for that to help manage the eye area um, and boost collagen. An easy fix is to make sure you have enough sleep, make sure you drink enough water too so you can prevent dehydration. And... Um, Oh, use an eye cream, of course. Mm-hmm. No no brainer. Yeah. So you can get illuminating eye creams that have Mika in them, which okay. is um which is mineral. So okay. minerals minerals reflect light. So if yeah. you yeah, if you're wearing an eye cream that has like Mika in it or something that is illuminating for the eye area, it's going to make your eye area look brighter oh, and pop. yeah, mm. it's gonna reduce the dark circles a lot. Yeah, so that's a really easy one. And also eye, eye creams have caffeine in them. A lot of people don't realize, but nearly every eye cream has caffeine in it. And what that does is it boosts circulation. So it prevents that prevents that darkness from occurring as well because you've got more more blood flow and circulation happening. I just thought of two mm. things, Nen, when, as you were talking. Mm. First one is um, the, the collagen turtle soup. I heard they, they have turtle soup in like Asia... Asian countries and stuff like that. Where did you hear this? Well, turtles have a lot of collagen, apparently. So they have the soup and can you digest collagen, I guess, and get benefits from that? Do you know? 
Oh, that's a good myth, actually. So a lot of people think that if you take collagen supplements or you drink turtle soup, for example. Eat turtle soup. Eat turtle soup, for example, mm. then you're going to get new collagen somehow. But that's not really how collagen works at all. And um, I won't bore you with all the details, but ingesting collagen or drinking collagen supports your your hydration levels in your skin. So it stimulates the way your body, your internal hydration system supports work because there's... There's only so much that you can put into your gut and your skin is your largest organ, but it's on the outside. So there's only so much you can do that's going to provide collagen to the Mm. external epidermis or surface of your skin. So it's good for hydration. Yeah, it's really good. Supports everything. And the other one I thought of when you were talking about the eyes was, you know, when you get a star and they say, put your gold ring on it. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Is it is what, what do you know if there's science behind that? Is it real? Does it work? Because I've tried it and I, I didn't really see anything. Did you have what did you have a gold ring? The yep. my wedding ring, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the theory behind that is that is gold is anti-inflammatory. It oh. is. Yeah. So it can be great for redness and calming and anything that's irritated in the skin, it can be soothing on that area. So yeah, I think that there really is like, it sounds like an old wives tale, but I think that there really is some science to back that up. When I think of doing it, I think of, ooh, the ring is dirty Mm. and I want to put it near my eye. But anyway. Yeah. Like I I wouldn't do it personally. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, you, you could try it. Yeah. I have. And, yeah. yeah. Well, why do you get stars? I don't know. I think it's a combination of things. Stress. As well, like stress. Plus, you know, it's just from sleep. I normally get it on the side I sleep on all the time. Could be I haven't changed my pillowcase mm. enough like we spoke about. My goodness. This is true. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Got to start practicing mm. what I'm preaching. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got to start practicing what you're preaching. <laughs> yes. Cool. But, um, all right. What about like skin pores yeah there has to be some some myths there mm, well because how like why is there bigger ones you know like some people have really big like <laughs> you're looking at mine <laughs> no I, you know like visibly like you can really yeah. see them yeah yeah well pores everyone has them unless you have a really bone dry skin very very dry true dry you do have pores and sometimes even people that have dry skin have them on their nose. The center of your face is the oiliest part of your face and your pores are there to secrete sebum, oil, to keep your skin hydrated, protected and nourished. So your skin has layers which are built up of dead skin cells, skin cells, oil and water. So when you see someone that has oily skin, they normally have a lot more pores and their pores are way more obvious. And when you see someone that has dry skin, they tend to not have as many pores. And combination skin is like a mixture. You'll see pores on the T-zone area, forehead, nose, and chin, and like the inner cheeks. Uh, So most people are sitting somewhere around that. And um, you can't actually, you can't change your pores, unfortunately. I'm sorry to tell you. It's probably one of the biggest skincare myths or biggest, biggest skincare concerns that there is. And... I've been asked this question. If I had a dollar for every time I've been asked how to minimize pores, I'd be so rich. I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me. I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so yeah, unfortunately you can't shrink your pores and change them because it is genetics. Again, that's why you, that's why you have pores, but there's lots of things you can do to stimulate collagen. 
and stimulating collagen makes your skin thicker, plumper, so you call your pores are smaller. Yeah. Turtles. <laughs> Poor turtles. Shout out to my turtles. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, so keeping your skin clean using things like salicylic acid can also help balance out your oil flow and exfoliating can also reduce your pores. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're removing some oil and some dead skin that builds up in your pores. Yeah. But they're always going to look the same. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of things that, that really work. Um, I also know clients that have used prescription vitamin A to help manage their pores. So there's lots of things you can try, but there's no, like, there's no overnight quick fix. There's no magic wand for pores. Yeah. Just got to embrace your skin and love the skin that you're in. Love the skin you're in, right? Yeah. Because no one has perfect skin. And if you think that anyone that you see online has got flawless skin, skin and you want to look there's no such thing as glass skin if you think that you want to look just like that person because they've got no skin issues they do mm. and you know those those photos are all photoshopped anyway mm. skin, all, um, everyone graph, has pores. skin graph won't fix it either for anyone for anyone thinking about that yeah that's nice. well now they are well yeah i remember like i think it was like pharrell like he was like going to oh, yeah. like laser get rid of his tattoos yeah he was gonna like skin graft over his tattoos to get new, to get tattoos. new tattoos yeah like, i thought that was sick like i've got a lot of tattoos but yeah like that's like next level of i guess he he's rich so he got instead of just lasering he could probably do that well i don't know enough about laser tattoo removal but i always thought that it, the skin type depending on how dark your skin is it's mm. not safe so the skin type might not be suitable for having well, that's it because he is of the darker complexion it, yeah. it might be the only option yeah. For him. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, but that's that's Sweet. really interesting. Well on that note we better wrap it up. Yeah, that's another one done. Okay, great. Yeah, awesome. So number seven is all done and thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next Monday. Have a great week guys. We see love ya. you so much. Bye. Bye.